Welcome to Camp Pearls. It's a good day to have a great day podcast. Be sure to join us for weekly episodes. Now, here's Brother Don. Well, hello everyone. It is a good day to have a great day. I think if we're going to have a day, we might as well make it a great one, right? I hope that you won't waste your day. This is Don Barrett coming from Count Pearl Ministries, praying that your day is truly great. I hope these little podcasts just help to make your day a little better than what it already is. I wanted to remind you of our upcoming classes here at Count Pearl starting next year, but next year is literally next month. That's right. Beginning on Tuesday, January the 23rd, we will meet every Tuesday and we will go 12 weeks through April the 9th. We're offering two classes this year. I will be teaching a course on bibliology. As we look at the nature and the character and the authority of the Bible, can we trust the Bible? Is it something that I need to place myself under its authority? We'll be answering those and other questions through that course. And then Doug McBride will be teaching a survey of the New Testament as he looks at the 27 books in the New Testament and gives an overview of each book. We meet from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock on Tuesday evenings, an hour and a half for each course. Be watching for more details in the coming weeks, and I hope you will join us, get this now, from the comfort of your own home. That's right, this year we will be providing a Zoom class for anyone around the world who wants to participate in taking these classes. So if you have access to a computer, whether it be your phone or a laptop or your computer or an iPad, and you have access to internet, we would encourage you to download the app Zoom, which is a free app that might help you, but that isn't even necessary to take the course. So be watching, and after the first of the year, we'll open registration and tell you what you need to do. But for now, we hope that you take that seriously and you spend your Tuesday evenings with your family, with us, right here at Camp Pearl. Let me ask you a question today. How good are you at, now hold on, living life? Maybe no one has ever asked you that. How good am I at living life? Would others want to follow your example of how to live life? Today in the field of athletics, role models loom large for younger athletes. They want to be like, and then they fill in the blank, depending upon the sport in which they love. These guys are skilled in what they do, and others are influenced by it. In your workplace, how good are you at the job that you do? Do you do your best to be promoted? And do you say, I've got a certain skill set that I have been trained for this particular position? Would you say that you are skilled in doing that? I once was reminded of a college graduate. He just graduated from college, and he went to his first job, and the manager went to him and said, here's a broom, son. I'd like for you to sweep the floor. And the college graduate looked at him with astonishment and said, wait a minute. I'm a college graduate. I can't do that. 
And the manager looked at him with a smile and said, Well, that's okay, son. I will teach you how. Here is how to sweep a floor. But how skilled are you at the job that you are doing? How skilled are you in living life? How successful are you at living life? As a student in school, how skilled are you at that? As a spouse at home, as an employee at work, or as a neighbor in your neighborhood, and as a Christian in church? Now, I'm not talking about your performance. I'm really talking about your character. Because it doesn't take intelligence to be skilled at living life successfully in the eyes of God. As a matter of fact, God gave us some instruction to the entire nation of Israel. He chose Israel to be an example to the world of how one should live life in God's world. Now, before I get to that, I want to make a statement that you may not agree with. But I'm convinced that even if a non-believer were to take the Word of God and do what the Word of God says to do, beginning with the Ten Commandments, the moral code by which we should live, and the book of Proverbs that are filled with principles by which we should live, and if we practice those, I'm convinced that their life on earth would be better. Now, for the believer in Jesus, when we see God's word as absolute truth, that we come from a different perspective and it is more meaningful. But for the nation of Israel, God says, I chose you above all the peoples in the world to be my role model for how to live life successfully in the world I have created. Now, I get this from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 4, and beginning in verse 5, he says, look, as Moses now instructs this new generation, their parents have previously disobeyed, and as a result, their bones are strewn out over that desert land. But now these children have come up and grown up, and Moses is now instructing them just as a reminder, not a new law, but of the same law that he reviews with this new generation before they go into the land. He says, look, I now teach you these decrees and regulations just as the Lord my God commanded me so that you obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. Obey them completely, he says, and you will display, get this now, your not military strength, not your superior intelligence, not your athletic zeal, but he says that you may display your wisdom and understanding among the surrounding nations. When they hear all these decrees, they will exclaim, how wise and how prudent are the people of this great nation. Well, we know the rest of the story, and with all due respect, Israel did not do that well when they got into the land. As a matter of fact, the book of Judges, a very sad commentary on the history of Israel, made it very clear when he ended the book by saying, every man did that which was right in his own eyes. 
Well, I want you to know that if you seek to live life on earth in God's world, according to your own understanding, well, you're not going to be very successful at all. As a matter of fact, you're probably going to be frustrated and incredibly miserable. We shouldn't judge success by saying, well, living successfully on this earth is when I make a lot of money. Did you know that even the book of Proverbs speaks about that? The book of Proverbs clearly states, look, I don't want you to wear yourself out to get rich. Have the wisdom to, sh- to know restraint. Be wise enough to know when to quit. That's in Proverbs 23 and verse 4. So success on earth in God's eyes is, is not related to how much money one may make. That is not what makes one successful or skillful in living life. Jeremiah proclaimed, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom or the strong man glory in his strength or the rich man glory in his riches, but let him who glories or boast, boast in this, that he knows and he understands God. Once we know and understand him, we can live life the way God intended for us to live life. And so once again, I ask you this question. How skillful are you in living life on earth, in God's world, the way he intended? How skillful are you in your relationships with others, be it your spouse, be it your children, your parents, your grandparents, your aunts and uncles, be it your boss, your neighbors, be it your enemies? How skillful are you? Because if we understand what God says and we relate to one another as God wants us to relate, and if we live life on earth the way God intends for us to live, we'll be successful. That was what God's desire was for the nation of Israel when he said, the other nations would look at you and say, what great nation has a God as near to them as their God? Would others want to follow your example? So I ask you today, how skillful are you at living life? Now, if you have never placed your faith in Jesus as your Savior, I want you to know that you can take the principles of God's Word and do them, that's right, not just hear them, but do them, and your life would be so much better. But that's just for life on earth in God's world. What about for life apart from this earth when we die? Well, in order to enjoy eternity for the rest of your life in the presence of God, it depends upon your decision as to whether or not you trust in yourself, in your works, your good deeds, what you might accomplish or trust in what God has already provided. He did that through his son, Jesus, and he is asking you not to depend upon yourself for success in eternity, but to trust in Jesus only. And he guarantees absolute success, for Jesus has never turned anyone away who comes by faith to him and simply says, Lord, save me. 
I hope you've done that. If you've done that, I pray that your days are great days because you're living life according to the way God instructs us to live in this life in the world that he's created. How skilled are you? Well, it all depends upon whether you're doing what God says to do. When you do that, you can have a great day. Let me pray with you. Father, I'm thankful that we have a guidebook, directions for living skillfully and successfully in life on earth in the world that you've created us to live. Thank you, Father, that you have created us, you've placed us where we are, and you guide us daily by your Spirit and certainly through your Word. May we live, therefore, successfully. May we do so in such a way that those around us would envy what we have and desire to come to know the Savior by the way we live our lives. So I pray that those who hear my voice today will live life successfully and skillfully because we're looking to you. And I will thank you for that. And I praise your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We would love for you to share this with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. To learn more about Camp Pearl Ministries or to help support this podcast and other gospel outreach, visit us online at camppearl.com. We pray you have a great day today, right now, in the life only Jesus can give.